York. At St. Alfonso's Pancake Breakfast. Um, so, welcome everyone to Think Relevance Podcast. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2012. Um, and first, I want to make a quick note before I introduce our guest, which is that we're sitting here in Relevance's brand new office space that is being built out. It's a really great space. We're super excited. We've got a big war room where we can all get together and kind of hack, but um, you might notice a little bit of the ambient noise. That's just part of the experience working here, so... Hopefully it won't bother you too much. All right, so today we are talking to Michael Parento. Did I said your name right, didn't I? Yeah, you got All it. Right, very good. Um, so, uh, Michael, before we go any farther, I have to ask you the question that you know is coming because we talked about it um, on Wednesday night, yep. which is intro music. What are we playing? We're going to play St. Alfonso's Pancake Breakfast by Frank Zappa. St. Alfonso's Pancake Breakfast. Yes. All right, got it. Cool. So that's what people are hearing right now. Awesome. So, um, Michael, i got to ask you a question for people that don't know you. Um, What's your job here at Relevance? Um, I'm a designer, okay. uh, artist and designer, uh, probably uh, a little bit on the uh, um, creative dude scale, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was basically, you know, if I ever wanted to put a title on my business card, that was like, that was like the, one of the things I thought would be really cool. Creative so, dude? Creative dude. Yeah, I like it. Or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, but, you know, I, I also have been doing a lot more of, like, uh, management-type stuff mm-hmm. lately as, um, you know, we've scaled the art department. So I'm doing more, um, you know, uh, working with other designers and, and, you know, connecting the dots, so to speak, uh, amongst project needs. How long, so how long have you been at Relevance? Um, going on, I'll be, I'll be, my two-year anniversary will be um, coming up uh, next month. That's great. So you've been around for quite a while. I mean, Relevance is a growing company. When you started, we were pretty small. <laughs> there was 14 people here. Yeah. So it's a pretty big shift for you to go from working at a 14-person company to heading a, a team. The team's not huge, but you're heading up a, a yeah. team of designers. It's I've seen I've seen the growth. Yeah. I, I'm, and I've never experienced that anywhere else. Yeah. Which is it's kind of exciting. Yeah. So um, I got to ask you, what is what does a designer do? Like, what what sort of what do you bring to the table, you and your your team? So designer, designer, a designer um, here at Relevance is different than designer in a lot of other places that I've worked at. Uh, designer here, uh, for me, has always been sort of like, well, first and foremost, I work with a bunch of engineers, and um, I don't want to be in their way. So in order, to, in order for for that to be as smooth of an interaction as possible, um, you know, it's important for designers at Relevance to sort of scale skill up on some get getting some tech chops. Um, so. Uh, that way, for example, if we're going to go ahead and get a project running, um, you know, we don't have to, you know, wrestle with database issues, uh, development, startup issues, things like that. Um, but for the most part, uh, designer, um, you know, that primary of the job has always been to try and figure out how to visually solve problems from, you know, uh, user interaction or user experience uh, diagrams, wireframes, things like that. Um, uh, maybe some business analysis, trying to figure out what the business problems are, what 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 the um, stakeholder may have in regards to goals for you know the user to to go through their application, uh, what jobs are, are essentially trying to be got, you know, done, uh, and. Um, and, and, and then all the way to, like, more even on the emotional side of things, like trying to figure out, like, how uh, people feel looking at an application. Uh, you know, colors, the textures, font styles, things like that. All that stuff is, like, a, is s- oftentimes things that, you know, some people have a difficult time talking about. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've said for a long time, um, and I'm not the first one to say it, but that 
all of the hard problems in computer science and application development are psychology problems. Even the ones that <laughs> right. we think are really actually like scientific hard problems, they're all about the psychology either of the developer who's going to be using a library or of the user who's interacting with it. This is all soft, up-in-the-brain type of stuff. It really is. It's, it's all about human, human yeah, problems, exactly, yeah. real human problems. Yeah. So that's great. Um, uh, and I've had a chance to work with um, your team. Um, not you, ex not, I think we've worked together closely on anything, but I certainly worked with um, uh, your, your teammates, uh, uh, Jen and Kevin, yeah. on ClojureScript 1. And um, I, I've said this before, but I think a, a big part of the reason that the launch was so uh, well-received was the fact that we did take time to work with the designers and that we successfully integrated their abilities with the technical work that Brenton had put into it. Um, and the website looked great, and it, it had been well thought out. We had a chance to, to talk to you about some of the things that, whether they were a good idea or not to include in the sample application, you know, even like, how should we fade this? Does this make sense or does that make sense? So those were all really helpful. Yeah, I think, to be honest, I think, I think first of all, they did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, in, from, in my opinion, um, problems get solved best, any, like most problems get solved best when there are different kinds of people who think about different kinds of things. Mm. When those different kinds of people come together and have conversations and are able to bring different perspectives to a problem, um, I think that you just end up with more comprehensive solutions, usually. Um, obviously, there are you know, times when there, it's, the problem is very technology-driven, um, in which case, you know, maybe having two engineers working on a problem, you know, two specifically developers or software developers uh, who understand language, program, programming languages or database problems, things like, like how, to, how to use these things or tools. Um, having two, two people of the same, you know, from, from the same perspective working on a problem may be better and more useful. But, but when it comes to, like, I think most problems, uh, problems like, uh, for example, trying to get, like, because ClojureScript 1, yes, it's a technology problem, and you're going to try and get it into the hands of developers, but, but there, are other, there are other things, like, that are other problems when trying to get it into the hands of developers. For example, how to, how to get it out into a marketplace, how to get, you know, how to communicate something, uh, you know, you know uh, what's the presentation going to look like? Um, and those are all those are all problems too that you know I think it helped it was it obviously was helpful to have some designers in the room uh, and include them in the conversation. Absolutely, it totally was for us. Um, and then you said a bunch of things there that I thought were interesting. First of all, you said interesting <laughs> that you thought it was good to have two people working on a problem, which just yeah you know because at relevance we pair yeah, and everything yeah, that absolutely. would not be typical at other places. Um, but you guys don't really pair everything, is that right? Uh, we, you know, typically we don't. We haven't. Uh, <laughs> we haven't had the uh, uh, the, the proper scaling uh, to to be able to do that. Uh, we do uh, sometimes. Um, uh, if if there are problems that were 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 that are um, sort of stumping us from a visual perspective. Maybe, maybe for example, because oftentimes when you're looking at um, maybe a, a user interface mock-up or you're trying to solve some sort of uh, information architecture problem, you might take a look at it and, and something just doesn't seem right. And you, might, you just might not know what, what it is. You, you may not be able to just figure it out like right off the bat. You don't know what it is that's, that's bugging you. It's not working, you know? And sometimes it, it helps to actually... Uh, knock around some ideas with another person to talk about like you know what's what's not working here you know having having a conversation oftentimes helps bring the brings uh solutions to to the problem um 
But for the most part, you know, we're all working on different projects. And, you know, like, for example, uh, you know, uh, before I had a, a couple of designers to work with, uh, I supported 30 developers here at Relevance. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult to say, for example, have me, uh, you know, pairing up with people. I mean, I have to be able to very quickly bounce from project to project uh, to be able to support all of the different needs that these projects have. Yeah, we've commented before that when you're pairing, you're all in. Yeah. You're not doing anything else. Yeah, and, yeah. and when, when I'm pairing at Relevance, I'm not all in. I mean, I'm all in for as much as I can be all in at, at a given moment, but oftentimes there are five other projects that have questions or needs, and, and it's important for me to be able to help unblock anybody at any given time. Um, you know, uh, so, so that it's, I, I probably work on more projects uh, or, or have in the past than, than most people at a given day, like in a given day. Sure. Um, uh, I, th- I think that's changing more, though, now. I've, I've actually been given a little bit more room to spend a little more time focusing on specific projects. Right. Yeah, and, and I know that, uh, and we'll, we'll come to one of them in a second. I know that's pretty near to your heart and, and very timely, too, um, which is the website. We'll talk about that in a minute. Cool. Um, but the other thing I wanted to touch on was something you, you said. You talked about, you know, technologists. But I know that, you know, I've seen you guys do stuff that I don't know that most designers would be comfortable doing. The one that comes to my mind is that you are fairly comfortable using Git, Right, which even a lot yeah. of developers aren't up to speed on yet. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, that, you know, when I when I came to Relevance, that was a that was a requirement, right? Like, yeah. you know, all all of our code is stored in Git, um, you know, and uh, or we use Git for all of our uh, um, all of our projects. Uh, all of our code was stored in GitHub, you know, and so it was like kind of like you know, if I wanted to be able to collaborate with developers again, just not being you know in the way, uh, if I want to check HTML and things like that, and um, you know, I, I had to get, I had to, you know, get familiar with Git, uh, which I love now. Actually, I think it's fantastic. Oh, really? That's yeah, great totally, to hear, man. Yeah, and, and uh, I know that I've seen you tackle other technologies too with enthusiasm. For example, I, I think you're a Hamel fan, or were at one point. I, you know, I like Hamel. Um, I'm, I'm interested in uh, um, currently. I, I haven't, I haven't actually used it, but I've just looked at the from a from a te- uh, templating uh, design perspective. Uh, another, another. Um, um, a templating language called Slim, mm-hmm. uh, which basically is, looks just like Hamel, but it um, and uses uh, selectors and things like that as as you know um, uh, as a means to open up uh, divs and things like that. But it uses uh, semantic white space and um, you know, uh, um, um, but it, but it doesn't have like a, a, an invocation of using a, per, a percent symbol for every single HTML element that's uh, in the template. Sure. And I think that that's kind of cool because, you know, like, not, it, like when you look at a percent sign in a fixed width font on a page, you, 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 10 of them on the page is all the same hierarchy. Mm. But when you're talking about H1, H2, H3, H4, you know, the, they're, they're different hierarchies. You know, a, a div is different than, than a heading. Um, and, and so by design, I would think that the, it would be cool to try and get expressive in our templating language in some way. Um, and, and just by, from a reading perspective, uh, it makes sense to be able to read the, the word, say div. Yeah, it starts with a D. I immediately can recognize, uh, you know, that that's what I'm looking at. Um, uh, yeah, that's... No, that's great. I, I get into that kind of stuff, yeah. Well, I know you do, and I, that's actually <laughs> what I was going to say. Um, you, know, you know, people can't see me smiling right now, but I'm totally smiling <laughs> because th- that the thing that you just said to me is like, oh, yeah, that's so insightful, and it's so different from the way I think. Like, as a programmer, you know, my brain is all syntax, but then you look at it, you go, you know, percent it's percent everywhere, and that's there's a visual it's, aspect to that that has impact. It's a cue. Like, your, your, your eyes go right, right. right to it. And I think every time I've worked with you or, or, or with one of your team... 
they say stuff like that about every 10 minutes where I'm like, yep, <laughs> wouldn't have thought of that. That's a different perspective. So I think that's great. So, so that brings me back to the pairing thing really quickly. I want to I, like, I say that, like, you know, so I, I, would, I would say it's probably some of the most magical moments I've had here at Relevance is when I get to pair with another developer. Mm. And that's ha- actually been able to, to happen way more frequently than any other place I've ever been, even though it's not the, the regular or the norm here. Um, you know, because because the resources and just you know people you know uh, developers are trying to solve problems with developers and 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 that's how it works uh, for the most part. And designers end up trying to solve design problems with designers. You know, um, but but really it's it's when it's when we 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 remove our I, 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 like the, our role or you know how it is that we see ourselves. You're a developer and I'm a designer. Um, you know, you're a designer and I, and I can be a developer. And if we can if we can just sort of like like kind of you know come together as humans and and solve and and solve problems coming from different perspectives i i think i think it's pretty awesome some of the things that can happen i completely agree we've had we've had a lot of discussions internally one of the things about relevance is that we're very um introspective right we like to do things like have retrospectives where everybody gets a chance to say what they think is totally not going right or is going well and one of the things that come up a few times in the last few months is um the idea of skills and roles and titles and and i've totally come down on the side of the issue that that you're, I, I think what you're saying is om- it's almost as if there's no such thing as a designer. There's really people that have different backgrounds yeah. and the thing is to, mi- is to fit those backgrounds and skills to, to the needs of the problem. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, like, I mean obviously, um, like I'm concerned with certain types of problems or ways of looking at problems and, and think about them on a regular basis, which, which may be why you may identify with me as a designer. Because, you know, um, you know, I happen to think about presentation and I happen to think about, um, you know, like, the, 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 you know, the, that layer of, of interface between, you know, the system and the individual using it. Um, and so, so, you know, I think I get pigeonholed into this idea of being a designer, you know. Um, but, you know, I mean, like, on the inside, you know, I think that there's, there's, there is engineering going on in thinking. And it really comes down to, to thinking. And, and when we take the tools out of our, out of, you know, if we stepped away from our computers and just took a walk down the street, you know, we would both be, you know, thinking, communicating people, you know, talking about a real human problem um, and trying to solve that and thinking of, you know, brainstorming all sorts of different ways of solving those problems. Being being creative. Yeah, being creative. And we'll both be creative, right? The creativity has nothing to do with being able to draw anything better than a stick figure or or stick figure. I've seen some really cool stick figures, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah th- that's great, I t- and I I completely agree. And it's it's oddly it's something that people struggle with. I guess maybe that's not that surprising given our need to put things in boxes. But to the extent that we break out of that, I think we benefit. Yeah, I I think in order to break out of it, you have to you have to see the box. That's a good point. So uh, I know we could go down that particular rabbit hole forever, sure. but I want to make sure that we talk about the website, <laughs> yeah, man. which we just launched yesterday. And I know that was um, that you had a big hand in that. Maybe you can talk about how that. How that relaunch came about, and some of the uh, some of the aspects that you're particularly proud of. Yeah, so so the first this actually brings me back all the way to the, the my when I first got hired. Uh, the when I uh, when I was when I first came to Relevance, my very first task that was given to me was to redesign the website. And so I was coming into a company where um, um, I didn't know anybody. Um, I, I didn't know much about the business here. Um, you know, I didn't know what some of the maybe brand challenges that they had were. Um, you know, I didn't know uh, personality types. I, I didn't. I didn't know much about about the you know the company, and, and it, that that was a real that was a real difficulty. 
Um, you know, I spent, um, and the, oh, so there are a couple, there are a couple different factors here. One was, was my, uh, uh, my newness, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, the, another, another interesting aspect was, was, uh, for the first week of my employment, I was uh, still working, living in Columbus, Ohio. So I, you know, I didn't have any access to people other via Skype and, and remote work at the time was not a thing that we did. And, and people were experienced with here at relevance. Right. So that's, people, a, that's a new transition. That's new now. That right? is like, true. And people might not know, but we're, you know, relevance primarily is located even. In, in Durham, <laughs> yeah. right? We're down here in Durham. So Columbus is a long way away from the home yeah. office. I myself am out of Fairfax and working remotely now is, is easy. It's part of the norm too. It's but like that wasn't true. I know it, when I started a year and a half ago, and that was only just becoming true. Yeah. That it was easy to do that. So, so like, so that was so that's part of it. You know, I was working as a, I was working remotely on a project that I knew very little about the company's identity, and that's what the project's all about. Um, and then also, hey, you think you could do this in two weeks? <laughs> you know, um, and oh, and we're thinking you were going to use Jekyll for this. You know, what's Jekyll? I don't know what Jekyll is. And oh yeah, well it's Ruby and Liquid, and we're going to use Git, and and and. Man, it was just like the skilling up for me was was kind of like okay, sink or swim, you know. Like, yeah. um, and um, and you know, and I did what I could do, and I and I th- and I think I think I did a pretty darn good job considering uh, the, the time that I was given and, and with my you know um, limited understanding of what what was I was actually capable of doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as time goes on, I spent I spent the entire uh, you know year year and a half looking back, thinking to myself, man, you know, like if I knew what I knew now about relevance, then I would have done things completely differently. Um, I didn't capture any of the personality of the people here, the playfulness, the human quality. Never did I, never I, I think about things like customer collaboration, uh, you know, even some of the agile principles and, and what the agile principles mean to relevance. Mm. Um, you know, some of the technologies that relevance are keen on. I, you know, I didn't think about like how we were, you know, primarily solving, we were solving lots of problems with Ruby or with Clojure. And, and you know, and these are key little factors that you, we want to be able to communicate um, to people who are, who are, you know, getting ready to, you know, uh, meet with relevance or, or, or just being introduced to relevance. Um, there were a lot of things about that. The, the people of relevance, you know, uh, the, you know, that's part of what makes relevance so special, um, you know, and, and being able to uh, personify them and, and sort of elevate them in the, into the website versus just being stuffed in a team section with, um, you know, uh, uh, all the same sort of hierarchy of, of you know, like, you know, the, like there's no organization around like who does what and what kinds of things people might be concerned with or, or you know, um, you know, only giving a, a, a small sort of snippet of, uh, you know, uh, text to, to be allowed to describe any individual um, there were a lot of different things, um, and 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 right now I think that the, the, <laughs> just to, to finish out the team thought, there there is um, an an aspect of the team page right now which which I think I've I've addressed, uh, we've addressed uh, in in a, a number of different ways. One is the personality, the fact that everybody is il- illustrated and hand drawn, um, you know, and and then um, but then also going into uh, and and thinking about the, everybody having an individual profile page, which we can then start adding more rich content, like the books that people have written, uh, you know, um, maybe uh, blog posts that they've been associated with, uh, projects even. Some of these are some of the things that may be coming down the, the, the line, you know, things like what kinds of skills or, or interests do they have, um, you know, projects that they've been on, industries that they've solved problems in, you know. Oftentimes people come to us and say, well, what kind of experience do you have in the medical field? Well, you know, we've done a lot of work in the medical field. Uh, so it would be really interesting to sort of like see you know, these kinds of people and their experiences uh, reflected on their profile pages. Um, how we work was a huge uh, aspect of the, of, of the website. Uh, 
previous website. I mean, like people come to our, our website before and be like, man, oh, yeah, we, re- we read How We Work. Your How We Work is so amazing. And what was interesting about that is that was a completely separate site sitting on a separate subdomain that had a completely <laughs> different look and feel. And was, it was so important, yet it was never integrated into, the, into, the, into our website. Um, and so that was really important to me was to, to some, figure out a way to elevate that and give it top billing even because, because it is special. People read it and they're like, wow, you guys actually took the time to do that, to, to, to document how it is that you work. Um, you know, th- there, were, there, were just, there were a number of things that, that, um, that this time around... Um, I got, we, got, we, got, we got sufficient time to explore some of these concepts and some of the things that were important to us. Um, and then I also had a little bit more gusto to, um, uh, to not play it safe from a creative perspective, um, you know, to, to try and do things that were more playful and more fun. Can you give an example of that? I mean, that sounds really interesting. Uh, well, so like the background of the, of the website, for sure. example, is all like hand-illustrated um, typography. And, and the typography, uh, you know, the actual uh, the messages and things like that that are, that are, that are there are things like customer collaboration, um, you, know, um, uh, you, know, uh, you know, build the right thing, um, you know, uh, um, respond to change. Uh, these are all like things that like you hear regularly here at, at Relevance. Right. Iterate, iterate, and iterate. You know, um, or how about uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, design to solve the right problem. Uh, things, things that are there. There were all things that I had heard from. Like they were like kind of like cultural statements to me. Um, and and rather than just like you know like doing everything inside of my computer, I thought that what was what was something that would have been fun and to have to be a little bit more human was to actually doodle these things in my sketchbook, you know, take pictures of them and and then stick them in, into the website and, and give it sort of a sense of um, uh, it's like materials, mm. uh, you know, like real materials. Sure. Uh, like the idea of like you know it's like it has like a kind of a fabric texture and it looks like it's you know and, and even the, the website stage itself looks like it's kind of like a really nice piece of paper floating on top of this, this fabric background. And, you know, and even the, even the typeset that was, that was uh, chosen, uh, you know, you know, it was somewhat meaningful. You know, we used the Gaudi book letter, uh, type, you know, typeface that we wanted to, to use the, because, because, because writing was so important to the people here at Relevance. You know, people that have written so many books. Yeah. Our blog, for example, gets a lot of traffic. And when we write something, people read it. Uh, and so we wanted something to be pleasant to read, something that felt good while reading it, uh, something that maybe made, made it feel familiar like you were reading a book, um, something that, you know, that would have been printed. Um, but these real materials and, and some of the, the, the artwork that was made and the textures that were used, the, the watercolor type backgrounds, the, you know, uh, the paper-like texture, the, all of that stuff, even the, the badges on the, on the homepage, you know, um, had kind of like a stamp-like feel to them. Mm-hmm. They, they, looked, they looked somewhat like, um, like maybe paint that has like some texture that's sort of missing in some areas, like maybe the, the paint wasn't applied to the, to the stamp, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, evenly. Um, but sort of all, two all, and a half dimensions. Yeah, almost. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that I think that that uh, all of that stuff to me as an artist resembles craftsmanship, um, and which is a, a word that gets thrown around a lot in you know software. Um, and and when I think of craftsmanship, I think I think of you know um, paying attention to details. Um, and and one of the things that you that an artist or an, a you know craftsman does when when they approach you know building something is they pay attention to the details of their materials, um, you know, carefully. 
So that's that's a, that's that was a little bit about. Well, and it definitely shows. I mean, I, I know that we've had um, people on more than one occasion have approached relevance um, for design work, even though that's not something that we advertise that we do. They've said we saw some of the visual aspects of the things that you created, and and we want you to help us do that visual aspect of the work that we've done. So that that's a real testament to what you guys have have, have put out there. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I'm sure we could talk about the website for quite a bit longer, but I, 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 just, I have to, before we go, I have to ask you a couple more questions just because when we were kicking around ideas for the podcast, you and I, <laughs> you sent me some things that you could talk about, and I, and I don't think we'll get to all of them, but uh, sure. the, the two that jump out at me um, were where you said you had lived in a Hindu temple, yeah, and then the other one was uh, setting up a foot washing station at Burning Man. Yes. So uh, you, you got to talk about at least one of those for us. Um, okay. Uh, let's say, let's say, well... I, I, I can actually one leads to the other. Okay. okay? Yeah, great. Uh, so, so um, um, when when I went to art school, um, you know, part part of uh, my struggle as an artist and, and trying to figure out, you know, why I was making art in the first place, um, you know, some of the things that I started to think about was was communication and language and 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 the English language. I felt was was oftentimes difficult you know people people get into semantics people get into like the origin of language you know and i started to think about well maybe maybe what i could do is um is uh, uh study uh, uh you know sanskrit mm. and, and 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 you know when if i studied sanskrit you know an ancient guttural language that's actually um only written at this point and and not conversationally spoken anymore um but maybe, but maybe that'll be a great experience, and, and you know, it's sort of like I'll, I'll learn more about communication uh, by going back to the roots. Eh, you know, whether or not I actually got anything out of that from a from a you know a, a learning perspective, uh, for the reason that like I don't think that I actually addressed the reason that I actually went and studied studied it. Um, but I got a lot out of it. Uh, it was it was really fascinating to actually go and study some Hindu Hindu mythology, uh, to spend time in the temple, um, and you know and. And actually, the, the you know the place that I went, the Devi Mandir in uh, in California, didn't have a real like uh, you know um, fundamentalist attitude. It was all very very open and and you know all all different kinds of people. I remember there was a story that somebody said, "Oh, I don't really believe in God." And, and the Swami was like, "Okay, well, that, what does that have to do with?" This, you know, mm-hmm. of course, which is completely counterintuitive to a, you know, a temple scenario, but, but that's besides the point. So anyways, I, I, what I got out of being at that place was, um, you know, uh, um, s- service and, and being, being interested in, 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 actually one of the greatest things that I, I try I, I, as a father, um, one of the greatest things I'm trying to instill in, in my daughter is, are, are, is, is, is like a w- one sentence. It's a question. And, and I think it's one of the most valuable questions that could ever be asked in, in the world. Um, what can I do to help? If you're in an environment, you're new, you got a bunch of people around you, everybody's hustling and bustling, they're playing a tune, they've got, they've got a system going on, they've got things happening. It obviously seems like lots of people are working around us in this world. What can I do to help? Mm. That can unlock all sorts of the doors. You know, you, you will you will make so you meet so many people and make so many friends if if you if you can if you can practice with that. And that's kind of what brought me to Burning Man at one at one mm. moment. I was thinking to myself, I, I had a moment where I was sitting, there, I was looking around at this this desert, and I was like, man, these people are walking around barefoot, and they they look dirty, and they don't like they look like they're in pain. Like I'm thinking to myself, you know, yeah, yeah, I got an idea. I'll, I'll set up a foot washing station in the middle of the playa and that'll be like my performance art piece slash I'll get to meet people. 
and, and it was actually really interesting because lots of people came. And the whole thing was, is if you just bring the water, you know, I'll have, you know, I'll have everything else to, and I'll wash your feet. And, um, and, and I had so many amazing conversations with people uh, be, like that, that stemmed out of that because of sort of like this, this moment of awkwardness where you're sitting there and, and somebody's like, you know, complete stranger has got, got their hands on your feet, you know. Um, it was humbling, and uh, I, think it was, I think it was really cool. I, I've learned a lot from, from those experiences. That's very interesting. I, I also <laughs> I really like the thought of uh, what can I do to help you. Yeah. As as something that someone who works at a consulting company <laughs> right. Right, should yeah. really embrace and as, sure. as as a culture. Sure. I think that I think that it can actually be the foundation of a good attitude. Sure, for sure. You know. Well, Michael, I know you have a million stories more than than those. <laughs> we'll um, do this again. We will have to do this again for sure. I would love to do that. The, the thing I have to ask you before we go, yeah. um, two things really. One is I want to give you a chance to, to make sure that if there's anything else you want people to be aware of, any other things that you're working on or or shouts out you want to give or anything like that, we give you a chance to that before we go. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, relevance is awesome. You know, uh, I'd, I'd love to get some feedback on, on the website. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, um, you so know, how can people do that? Can yeah. they email you or well, how do they? There, you can go to the contact page. There's a, there's a website feedback link. You can just send us, send an email to a website at thinkrelevance.com. Okay. Uh, that'd be, that'd be really cool. Okay, great. Well, hopefully some people will do that. Uh, and of course the other question, uh, before we go is, uh, what's our outro music? So Axis Bold is Love. Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Axis Bold as well. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was between that or Castles Made of Sand. But, uh, you know, I consulted with a couple people and, 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 and Axis Bold as uh, bold Love. Wow, you came prepared. Bold That's as Love great. is good. That's yeah. great. Okay, well, Michael, I really appreciate you taking the time. I yeah. was, I, from the beginning of the podcast, I wanted to have have you and the other designers on to talk about it because I think it's, um, it's just really interesting to talk to... Uh, you know, we think of this as a software company, but th- there's more to software than just typing in code. And to talk to you and get your perspective Software's on that about part of the people, process, man. it is about people. Absolutely. Yep. So I'm glad we got a chance to talk to you. So thanks, thanks to Michael, and uh, thanks everyone for listening. And we will catch you next time on Think Girl Wants the Podcast. Thanks. Any flashes, trophies of war, and reverence of euphoria. Orange is young, full of daring, but very unsteady for the first go round. My yellow in this case is not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying to say it's frightening like me. And all of these emotions of mine keep holding me from giving my life to a rainbow like you.